Welcome to the Weekend Entertainment Edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Productions Studios, your host, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. Welcome to Laugh, episode 191. It's a wee laugh for the October 28th weekend. I'm your host, Ryan Bull. Joining me across the table is our other host, Richard Lusk. How are you, sir? Howdy doody. Final weekend of October, and to celebrate the upcoming Halloween, we got one movie coming out that has nothing to do with Halloween. Yeah, the weirdest movie release week of the year. Can you remember the last time only one movie got released? Mm, I can't, and I can't remember... A movie this bad being released only, you know, I, it, it just seems odd. Given the fact that there were four released last week, mm-hmm. and two of them had a Hall- Halloween sort of, you know, uh, theme. Is Halloween like the world's, or the, the least popular weekend to go to the movies? No, and Halloween isn't even till Monday, so... Why not do a Halloween movie? Get something there, uh, an animated kit... Kids film, something. Uh, I don't A comedy. It's bizarre. Oh, yeah. So uh, this well, weekend. This is about hell, though. This movie is about the devil in hell, right? Yeah. Uh, Inferno. Uh, this is from the Dan Brown novel of the same name. This is the third movie with Tom Hanks as the lead, Robert Langdon, who uh, he wakes up in an Italian hospital with amnesia. He has to team up with Felicity Jones, and together they race across Europe against the clock. To foil a global plot <laughs> of whatever. Uh, did you ever read the Dan Brown novels? No. I've read a couple. I think I tried once, but the prose was so bad. I was like, why is this the most popular book? Yeah, I, I liked Angels and Demons, the first one I read. But the more I read of him, the more I was like, wow, he's hackneyed. And is he like... He, he relies way too much on plot contrivances. I mean, but it, it, I remember the controversy surrounding the movie, the original movie. Uh, I guess it was this, based on the Code? second book, yeah. Uh, and it seems like he made wild suppositions in the book, which works if it's fiction. But didn't he purport for most of the stuff he was saying to be true mm-hmm. in in the Da Vinci Code? Yeah. So a lot of people thought that this fictional account of the past uh, and the life of Jesus was you know, actual scientific proof. And that's where the controversy came out because it was mismarketed, I suppose, or at least this guy, maybe he trumpeted himself as being an authority on this sort of thing. I don't know. Well, this book completely gives the lie to that. Doesn't it? I mean, this, the movie Inferno, just because it's supposed to be based on some Dante's Inferno. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't read this one. Uh, I think this is the fourth book in the series. The third one was so bad. They had an omniscient narrator say the main character dies in a scene, and he's not dead. Wait, what's the third one? The third one's set in Washington, D.C. I don't remember the title of it. It was just, it was so horrible. It was about the Illuminati and... The third... The third third novel with Robert Langdon. Oh, so this is a whole completely brand new... Dan Brown didn't write this? Dan Brown wrote this. This is the fourth book, but they decided to make this as their third movie. 
Oh, okay, because this the third yeah, I got the you. The third one set in DC, and I guess it would be too expensive to film in DC. Did they resurrect the guy or are they just completely He's not dead. The omniscient narrator was wrong. Something that has never before happened in literature. Oh, that you can't you, you cannot have an omniscient narrator lie. Brutal. So I, I was like that that's just ridiculous. Mm. You're well, you're cheating, so I was like, I'm done with you. Is uh, Ron Howard behind this? Yeah, Ron Howard's the director of this. Tom Hanks, third time doing this character. He must like it. Or he likes working with Tom Hanks. Or uh, Ron, Ron Howard. Yeah. Yeah, I just, why is this the character he keeps coming back to? We can't get a second Forrest Gump movie. <laughs> <laughs> I we think can't there is a sequel Splash to that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, would you want Splash 2? Splashier? Yeah, sure. Really? Aren't they, they're doing a remake of Splash, but it's. Big? With a merman. Big? Bigger? That's a great Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, but those movies work as... They, this is pre-sequel. Tom Hanks does a lot of things that are... Did a lot of things that were pre-sequel. You don't really need to go back and revisit them. Joe versus a volcano. Yeah. What do you have? Joe versus a hurricane? Yeah. You have a whole bunch of weather patterns. <laughs> a whole bunch of... Joe versus El Nino? <laughs> I'd love it. Joe versus the fog. I mean, and I love Tom Hanks. I think he's made a lot of great movies. Uh, we reviewed Scully earlier this <laughs> fall. Scully. Sully. <laughs> Scully and Sully. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we reviewed that. I thought that was a great film. I, I just don't understand why he does a film like that and then goes, all right, now we'll do one for the studios and it's this. Well, we're really, we're not encouraging yeah. our audience uh, to go out and no. watch a movie, are we, this weekend? God, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a little sad, huh? Yeah, I just, but it, I guess it's going to be. Do you think it wins the box office? You know what yeah, didn't win the box it, office last weekend. I was hoping you wouldn't go there. Uh, you know what? But I think you still won. Really? Yeah, because you had the. You wound up getting the middle two. With oh, and, and, okay. Yeah. So for those of you who didn't listen, made, I thought Jack Reacher was going to win the box office. I think you did too, and instead, right. Boo and Medea Halloween won by like a million dollars. Yeah, pretty close. Both of them were pretty close. But then uh, I had. Ouija, right? Or no, you had Ouija. I don't know. I can't remember. But I it's know. good. But keeping up with the Joneses did horrible. It was like yeah. 2.8 million. It was a horrible. Well, then maybe I did win. <laughs> I was going to go back I don't know. It was, it, uh, it was a horrendous weekend. I was thinking, maybe, I, I can't remember, but I know that we bet. So, it, it doesn't matter because I guess we're not I don't think we're all. going to the theaters this weekend. No, I don't think so. I can't wait. Next weekend, there's a lot of good stuff coming out. I am very excited to do the We Laugh next week. A little preview for the pre-We Laugh, a pre-Laugh? Uh, we got a comic book movie and we got a war movie. Ooh, so, okay. Uh, I I know I'm going to be at the theaters a lot next weekend. This weekend, though, I'm definitely staying home. All right. I'm thinking I need something to stream, though. You what might, could I watch? This is what you probably should do, is go to Netflix and see the third season of Black Mirror. If you remember, uh, Black Mirror came out in 2011. It was a BBC production has been bought up by um, Netflix now, and now they're doing original episodes of this, uh, you know, you know, those British TV shows, about four or five episodes each season. So they're not like 10, 15 episode seasons like we have here in America. So um, they're standalone. Each of these units are standalone uh, chapters of the idea of what uh, the impact of technology will be in the near future or semi near future, or even right now Uh, there's an episode that's in this current season, which sort of deals with existing technology. So it's not so much science fiction. In fact, 
it might be the best of the episodes. I'm just kind of previewing it out there. I haven't seen all of them yet, but I have seen five, and I'm looking forward to watching the rest of them. I think we're going to preview or review this on next week's show, right, Mr. Yeah. Uh, Bull? Uh, yeah, I think you told me about Black Mirror two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. It may have been a recommendation on We Laugh, even. You you told me about it a long time ago. And yeah, I'm the like, Christmas episode. No, I've never episode. heard about this, and I, I was blown away. Very high production values. Uh, big name actors are in this. Bryce Dallas Howard's in the first mm-hmm. episode. Alice Eve, Gugu Batara, Tom Cullen, Jerome Flynn from Game of Thrones. We were watching this episode the other day, and uh, he comes out in the middle of the episode, and my fiance Tony goes, "Hey, that's uh," and I go, "Yeah, it's Braun from Game of Thrones." <laughs> she just goes, "Braun." Who's that? I said, it's that guy right there. <laughs> it's yeah. a little circular argument we have about recognizing characters. Uh, directed by uh, Joe Wright. And some of these episodes were directed by Joe Wright, Dan Trachtenberg, um, and James Watkins. Some of the featured directors of this uh, this year's offerings. Six episodes of varying degrees of success. I'm looking forward to seeing the last episode, which is about an hour and a half long. So, I've most seen that of them one. I liked about it. Fifty minutes. To, you know, some of the earlier episodes were about forty minutes long. I like that freedom that that uh, Netflix gives in terms of presenting television or movies or something like that. They don't have to be fixed to some certain, um, you know, uh, length. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do also want to mention a streaming pick, which may be the best Western I've seen this year. And it's called uh, Borrowed Time. I forgot to tell you about this. It's a Pixar animated project that's a sort of a side project that's been in a bunch of festivals and it's showing on Vimeo right now. That uh, I saw it on, I don't know, it was on a Facebook page or post or something. And I thought, uh, you know, I'll check this out. I meant to send it to you and I never did, but. Anyway, maybe we'll link it through Twitter or our Facebook page, and then uh, you guys can look at it for the next month or so. It's called, uh, I think it's called Borrowed Time. And there's also a little vignette about why they decided to do this uh, short, this animated short, which has very adult themes. And it's, I mean, it's a Pixar movie. It looks Pixar, but it's, you know, it's not for children. It's not G or PG. It's not G or PG, but it's not overtly violent either. It's just very thematically heavy. So very, like very dense. Don't don't watch this with little kids. Don't watch it with little kids. There's there's a little bit of blood violence, and you could see where this could be. If, if they did a full-length Pixar Western with adult themes using this character, which the uh, vignette uh, making of sort of reveals that they're interested in doing something like that, I could see it being exceptional and maybe i mean it would be transformative and it could potentially if it were made into a full-length feature uh it could potentially break new ground and and be you know iconic in terms of moving forward and in the pixar you know movie universe so supposedly all the pixar movies are related in some way be interesting to see how this one fits into that but it's very very deep and dense and dark and it's only like eight minutes long so it's called Borrowed Time on Vimeo. Hmm. I hope that that's the title. I, I'm pretty sure that that's the title. <laughs> might be Living on Borrowed Time or something like that. Okay. But anyway, we'll, so we'll send out a tweet on it. If that's not uh, in your liking or if you don't have eight and a half minutes to give to uh, a Pixar animated short with deep, dark, disturbing themes, 
what should you get on the red box? Uh, there's an interesting film that just came out. It stars James Caan. It's called The Good Neighbor. It's a horror suspense film. James uh, Ice Caan, Cream Man? No, oh, he's a, this creepy neighbor. Oh. Old man, real gruff. So good grumpy. is not, is ironic. Yeah, like, he, he's just angry, and these two teens have decided that they're going to do a video project on him. They hide video cameras all over his house. Ew. And they uh, rig his house up so that he'll think it's haunted. Like, the door slams shut and stuff. A bell rings, and they're watching him all the time, and he starts to get more and more freaked out, and huh. retreats to his basement. They don't have a camera down there, so they don't know what he's doing, and he's gone for long amounts of time. Huh. So they're not sure what's going on, and tensions keep going. And there's a decent payoff at the end. It's a movie that you definitely think about in coming days. It's not a great film itself, but the questions it asks uh-huh. are pretty good. Huh. And I'm just glad to see James Caan, you know, still working. Yeah, I, think I thought he's he was really, dead. He's a really talented actor, and he's also Sorry. an actor who's willing to take chances. Like, this isn't a part that you're going to get rave reviews for, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to lead to more stuff, but... It's an interesting part, and, you know, it has an interesting story to tell. You know, he was in Misery, famously, where, you know, he gets hobbled. Uh, yeah, and brutal. they went to tons of other actors, and no one wanted to do it because they didn't want to have to act from a bed for 80% of the movie. But James Conn's like, this is too good of a role. You know, it needs a quality hmm. actor to do it. I'll do it. So, you know, I've always given that guy uh, a lot of credit for his courage to do uh, challenging roles, and I think this is a Yeah, I like one. James Conn. I've always liked James Conn. Back, all the way back to good, the Godfather. He plays Sonny Corleone. It's fantastic in that. So Apparently, this guy uh, that directed it, Casa Hasa Farirani, mm-hmm. Kasra Farahani, was a, he's an art director, production artist for Allegiant, Alice in Wonderland, Avatar, I mean, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Hancock. These are all pretty interesting movies. Assistant art director on 310 to Yuma. Yeah. So that guy's got a lot of stuff going around. You know, Blades of Glory. (laughs) This guy's got range. He's got more range than the uh, the Andes Mountains. Nice, nice. So, yeah, uh, The Good Neighbor on Redbox. That that would be my pick. All right. Um, So you're saying on Netflix, go watch season three of Black Mirror. We're going to be talking about on next week's show. Uh, We're going to send out a link to Vimeo where you can watch Borrow Time, a Pixar short, and probably the best Western that's out right now. It's a good Western. Uh, There's one film coming out in theaters. We're both going to take a pass, though, on Inferno starring Tom Hanks. Sorry, Tom. So um, thank you for joining me, Ultra. Thank you, Mr. Bull. (laughs) Be dragons. Talk to everybody. Bye.